Good evening all and how are the lads? Welcome to episode four. It is four, isn't it? Yeah, four of the Peace of Mind podcast. You're all very, very welcome. I hope you're all in cracking form. I will say one thing. I hope you're having as much crack listening to these as I'm having recording them. I am having great crack here. You see, because I'm a great man for talking to myself. So now I just have a microphone and a laptop in front of me. It's no different, like. Do you know what I mean? So this, this is great crack for me. I am pretty sure I get to talking to myself. I get that from my grandmother, right? I've always remembered her. And still to this day, she talks to herself the whole time. And I just say, Pauline, why do you talk to yourself? She says, Connor, there's no harm in talking to yourself. The real harm is when you start to answer yourself. And then the real, you're really in trouble when you start uh, asking yourself to repeat yourself. She says, don't worry, you know, no, no, no harm in talking to yourself. It's a sign of a long life, uh, supposedly. So no harm in that. So yeah, I hope you are all enjoying the listens. I'm recording a few weeks ahead of schedule. Uh, as I record this one, the first episode has already been out. Got a bit of feedback. People have enjoyed it. Thank you all very much uh, for letting me know your thoughts. All feedback is appreciated. Any ideas for stuff you want discussed as well, I would greatly appreciate as well. So do not be afraid to land something there into the into the inbox. Uh, no bother at all. Thank you all very much for your feedback. Thank you for tuning in as well. Uh, I love these all the bits and I hope these are all in flying form. Now, like I said, I'm recording a few weeks ahead of time. Uh, this episode will probably come out the second last or maybe the last Monday in August and that is spot on perfect timing because today's episode is around you know the whole thing of you know August and September we associate that with back to school and back to college you know and within that group you've got two very important subsets you've got the people who are finishing school the people who are finishing college two very big milestones in life and both of those groups get hit with the same the same horrible awkward question What's the plan now? And that's, that, that, that question is great crack when you've an, an elaborate plan in place. It's not so pleasant if you're not, if you're not sure of what your next move is. Do you know that kind of way? Like if you're, if you're playing drafts and you don't know where to, where to move the piece next, you're not sure, there's an awkward silence. Do you know what I mean? So it's a time of great anxiousness for people who, who don't know what they want to do next. And there's nothing wrong. There, you know, there's nothing wrong with being unsure. There's nothing wrong with taking your time. People who take a year out and say, I want I want time to, I don't know what I want to do yet. Take your, do not panic. You're better off to, you know what I mean, dwell over what job you want or, or, or what course you want than to leap into something that you're not sure of. So I would say to anyone, take your time. Absolutely take your time. And I bring this up because I've recently just started a new job. I love it. I am I am happy as Larry in there. And I want to talk about my journey from finishing school to finish in college because there's been a lot of ups and downs in terms of a career path so it's it's on today's episode is sort of on that notion of having a plan you know that's our delicate question what's the plan next because for a substantial period of my college I didn't know what the plan was now I'm a great man for having visions and and knowing what I want from life believe me when I tell you that these plans I have now don't hold a candle to the plans I had for myself when I was 18. I don't know what I, I was stirring into the, into the tea at the time. But I had mad plans in mind. And I thought it was all going to fall into place. Like one big oversized jigsaw. Right? When I was 18. I, I did well in the leave insert in fairness. I, I did do well enough. And I said okay I want to study physics. In Inuit Galway. Right? I had always loved. I had always always loved numbers. I loved maths to the core. 
and I, I, you know, I got a fondness for physics in school. I said, right, I want to study physics in any way, Galway. No bother. And in terms of a career path, I said, right, I wanted, I, I like the idea of being a teacher. But everyone says, oh, I should be a lecturer. Great money in lecturing. I went, there is great money in lecturing. I'd like to make a lot of money. Okay, I'd love to be a lecturer. So I went to college with this idea of I'm going to do a four-year degree. I'm going to do very well in it. And then I'm going to do a doctorate. And I'm going to plough on. And then at 26, 27, I'm going to come out with my level 10. Dr. Conor Nolan. And I'm going to be a lecturer or whatever else. I'm going to make a load of money. And I'm going to get as big as a house in the gym. And I'm going to be really, really happy. And that's how it's going to go. Straight line. That's it. No deviation. You know the way they say the plans fall through. You know that scene in the, in the second Home Alone film where the two fellas like fall three flights of stairs? Yeah, that was my plan. So I started college and I began to realise that a lecturer is not just a teacher. A lecturer is a researcher. You know, the lecturing, the teaching bit is only about 30% of their work. You know, in science they've got research work on the side. In other areas of, uh, in other professions I imagine they have, they have other stuff going on as well. If someone lectures journalism, you know, they might work for a radio station and so on and so forth. The lecturing bit is only a small subsection uh, of the work that they do. So I realised that. So that, that's the first banner in the works. Okay, my dream job is out the window because I don't want to be like a scientist. I don't want to work in a lab. I just want to do the teaching bit. So okay, right, that's gone out the window. Okay, that's the first problem. Second problem is I get a little bit, in, into, the, a little bit into the course and I like physics, but I don't love it. Now, I still love maths, I love working with numbers, but I don't love the ins and outs about physics. I don't love it, but I'm still going, right? Well, first year, we're all's okay. And, you know, I had fr- I had people I knew who were doing, likes of computer science, people who were doing business. And I envied them because their courses were kind of clear cut. You know, it's like if you do medicine, you know exactly you're going to be a doctor or a surgeon. There's, you know, there's a great broadness to study in science or you know the, or the certain degrees like that and that really scared me because I wanted to know exactly where I was going to be in four years time I didn't like the idea of oh I could get any job you know there's, there's a variety of jobs I could get but I don't know exactly what they are that uncertainty really scared me and that, that, that can excite some people and you know and it, it it would excite me now but at the time it terrified me so I got through, I progressed through first year Lost a bit of love for my course, but we're okay. We're still going. I got to second year, and I really began to lose a love for my course. I began to hate the lab work, and you know, friends of mine could see it. I I hated it. I like I say, I still loved. There was a lot of applied maths in my course. I loved algebra. I loved calculus, but I hated the physics. Now it's a bit. No, no matter how broad your your degree is, it's not great to be studying theoretical physics and hating the physics bit. So I was. I was restarting to not like my course and I became more and more unsure of where I was going to go career-wise because a degree in science, particularly physics, it's very much geared towards research and academia and postdoctorate study, which, you know, it's fair enough, it makes sense. But that, that really began to scare me. So, okay, we're now we're late into second year. I'm really not liking my course and I'm really not sure what I'm going to do with myself. Look, we're still in second year. We're still having, we're still children yet, right? I'm only 20. We're okay. Started third year, and I will not forget the first, my first day of third year for the rest of my life. I'll never forget how terrified I was. Went into a lecture, and the gentleman, I'll never forget, it was Mathematical Methods was the name, was the name of the module. And the lecturer starts talking about masters. 
and he starts talking about if you want to do a PhD, now is the time to start uh, applying for funding, perhaps. Right? This is the start of third year now. And I'm thinking, I don't even want to go near postgraduate study. I'm still in second year mode. And now this gentleman is here talking about the far off future. Well, I began to panic. And I remember a few of my friends started to panic as well. And I thought, oh, no, 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 this, this can't be happening. To add fuel to this big, pardon my language, cunt of a fire, the modules we studied at the first semester of third year, they were very research-based. They were deep into physics. There were stuff that I couldn't really see having an application in industry. I got halfway through, through third year, and I was fit to drop out. I have friends who metaphorically kicked a bit of sense into me, and I said, no, okay, no, I'll stick it out. I ha- the fact that I was on a scholarship as well, I couldn't, in good conscience, think about dropping out. I had to just stay focused. Thankfully, my grades didn't fall, you know, and with the support of friends, I kept going. But I was still pissed off. I thought, okay, I'm, I'm five semesters into a degree that was meant to be my dream. I had this big elaborate plan and it's all falling apart. I hate this uncertainty and I hate the fact that I don't know where I'm going to be going, in, you know, in a year or two's time. And I remember applying for, I applied for internships with the likes of the big four, places like KPMG and them kind of places because they, in, in, in areas like audit and risk assessment, they take on math students and science students. And I thought, okay, here we go. Here's an opening. And I, I was sitting there filling out these forms thinking, I'm going for an internship in an area that I really and truly know nothing about, just for the sake of it. And I felt terrible. And I, it felt awful. I thought, this is what it's come to. You know, the leave insert and three years into college, and this is what I've come to. Applying for a job I can get my hands on because it says in the bio, they take people who do science. I thought, this, this ain't it, like. This, this couldn't be it. Second semester or third year, there was a glimmer of hope. I studied this module called Mathematical Modelling, and I loved it. Because this wasn't physics, this was more general. This was looking at stuff like population models. This was really going to... I could see the real-world applications of this. You know, this had applications in the stock market. This had applications in, I suppose, the, the modelling of the COVID-19 outbreak. This was hot This was hot stuff at the time. I thought, okay, now there's hope. I may have found something. You know, I'm six semesters into a degree and I found one module that I like. There could be hope yet. I stumbled across an online course on Instagram on Udemy, or Udemy, whatever you call it, data analysis in finance in Python, and I leapt at it. Over the next three or four months, I spent many an evening. This was my, my book was actually coming out at the time. I spent many a late night studying computer code studying finance studying machine learning i said i found what i want to do i want to go into data analysis i want to go into software engineering i found what i want to do and i got this lease of life i said no there's hope yet there's hope yet and the start of fourth year i said to myself you know the grad program applications opened up and i said okay by christmas i'll have a job i'll have it sorted four or five interviews later on the 16th of december i got offered the job that i just started this week and when I got offered the job, believe me, lads, I nearly cried because I had gone through three years of not having a notion what I wanted to do. Bear in mind, I was still doing well in my course. I was still getting good grades. So people looking in thought everything was fine. But I had spent three years not knowing where my future lay or what I was going to do or what I wanted to do. And now I had found an area. Now I had found a crack in the door. 
and having started this job and this career path I couldn't be happier so what's my what's my message well in terms of if I'm talking directly to students I do know people who have dropped out and changed courses you know I know one gentleman who dropped out of computer science to do medicine that's quite a u-turn right? and that, that to be honest with you I'm he's a very I've, I've met him he's a very very smart man and I wish him the very very best of luck I know another uh, individual who dropped out of a course after two years to study something else and to people who do that the courage it takes you know to do that u-turn my hat is off you know it does take a lot of courage you know because money has been spent and, and time has been invested so to anyone who does that well done and, and plow on but if you're like me and you're doing a course that you don't like the bulk of it but there's still there's still some some stuff in it that you you have a fondness for and you can see a way of maybe you can get you can find a career path from that area if you can specialize in the area you like but then maybe hang in there especially if you're in third year you know if you're three years into a degree you don't want to go you do you really want to go back starting all over again so if you do think there's a way that you can mold it and you can kind of you know kind of slide into one area and focus on it then do that you know because i didn't i didn't want to you don't want to after three years to go back and start all over again now i'm not preaching here like a career's guidance counselor or whatever I'm just kind of going off of what I've experienced. But my overall message, if you don't have a plan, that's fine. Because I had this big elaborate plan and it it shat the bed like it fell apart. And I spent three years of college worrying when in, in, in reality I should have just been enjoying myself and I should have just been... Now I did, of course, I had the student experience. But if I have one regret from college, it's all the panicking I did for no, you know, looking back now, really for no reason. So if you have, if you don't have a plan, don't panic because you don't know what tomorrow will bring. You don't know what opportunity might fall into your lap. You don't know what realization you'll have. You know you don't know what light may shine in the window. You don't know what area you might stumble upon. You don't know what epiphany you might have. You don't know what interest you might find in something. So if you have no plan, do not panic, and don't let anyone convince you that you have to speed up, or you have to. You know, you have to do this or do that. It's your life. There's a great phrase a colleague of mine once said, the man who made time made plenty of it. So don't rush. If you've no plan, that's 100%. Take your time. Because there's no... Life, I've learned, life is too short to panic. Life is too short to be worrying and fretting. So to anybody who's at that milestone of finishing school or, you know, you're, you're, you're in between courses or you're looking for a job, Lads, do not panic. And whatever you're doing, the very, very best of luck. A longer day at the office. Probably the longest day at the office we've had so far. Bit of a rambling session. If I have gone off topic on tangents, I do apologise. But thank you all for listening. And like I said before, thank you for being on this audio journey with me. I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you all very much and have a fantastic week. Good night, lads. God bless.